bringing you cutting-edge insights from the world of technology. Join us to hear thought leaders explore the ever-evolving world of technology and telecoms to keep your industry knowledge up to the minute. You are listening to The Spearline Podcast. Welcome back to the final episode of the first season of The Spearline Podcast. It's been a fantastic season. We've had all sorts of interesting guests from managerial positions all the way through the development lifecycle, each talking about some very insightful topics from customer experience to the ins and outs of the Spearline platform. In the last episode, we spoke with QA manager Patrick O'Connor and the head of support, Noel Ryan. So be sure to check that episode out if you haven't already. They're all hosted on the Spearline website. This episode, we are delighted to be joined in studio with Spearline's own Chief People and Culture Officer, Lorraine McCarthy, who's going to talk to Josh about her role and well-being in the office, as well as some recruitment news near the end of the episode. So stay tuned. Hi, Lorraine. You're very welcome to the show. Um, Care to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how long you've been with the company and what your role is here in Spearline? Sure, Josh. Um, So I'm originally from Clandrohut, a little village outside McCroom. Um, I moved to Skibbereen back in 1999 um, and I've since set up home um, seven miles outside town um, up near Drina with my husband Dan and we have two children, Jamie and Leah. Um, I joined Spearline in November last year as the HR and operations manager, having spent um, over 20 years in the banking industry. Oh, the banking industry. Oh, wow. Okay. You care to tell about bank? Um, I was at AIB for oh, 20 wow. years. 20 years. That's really impressive. Oh, fantastic. And Drina woman, I'm a German League man myself. So oh, yeah, not neighbors. too far away. Yeah, there we go. Um, and recently you, were, um, recently you were promoted in your role. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So I'm the CPCO um, here in Spearline. Okay, great. So I'm responsible for all human resource functions across all our global offices, as well as ensuring that the collaborative and inclusive culture that we currently have uh, continues. Oh, okay, so the, the CPCO, sorry, what was that? Yeah, stand a bit for? of a mouthful. So it's Chief <laughs> People and Culture Officer. Oh, so we okay. shorten it for CPCO. Yeah, very good. It's much more streamlined. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, would you, would you care to tell a bit more about the role as Culture Officer? Yeah, so I suppose culture is a big part of who we are here in Spearline. Uh, we recently had um, some new employees join the team. Okay. And I suppose the way we run induction is we have someone from every department comes in to present on what each department does. So they just said to me afterwards that they felt what they felt was that everyone presented really wanted to be there, that this is a place they really want to work. And I suppose to me, that's very refreshing to hear. um, That's the environment that we want to promote. Mm -hmm. If you ask me to define uh, culture, I would say that it's friendly, flexible, rewarding. We're innovative, inclusive, and we're passionate about who we are and what we do. I suppose what we want is people to work hard while they're here, mm-hmm. but likewise to enjoy life um, once they leave work. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And like your your role is as you're looking after all of the Spearline offices. Yeah. Like, so oh. four in total. Wow. So <laughs> HQ here, I suppose, will be our largest. And then we have a sales office down in Waterford. And then we have a development office in Romania. Mm-hmm. And we also have an office in India. And I suppose in India, we have a portion of our testing support team. We have developers in India. We have a HR team. We've just started a business analyst team. And we have um, uh, some on the operations team there as well. Very good. Very good. Um, you know, I've heard in the uh, the previous episodes, um, we've had people that mentioned about how vast and wide the teams are and spread out. So like, fair play. The very big responsibility. Uh, yes, lots of people, <laughs> uh, yeah, which is yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so what, what do you like so much about human resources? What what 
what what do you find most appealing about the role? Like, what um, you I suppose I think in in HR, it's no two days are the same. Yeah. Some days you can be desk is covered in paperwork and it's process driven. You have to get through it, and then more days are thinking and planning about the future and working towards the goals that we've I suppose set it for ourselves. Personally, I love interviewing. Yeah. 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 I love um, uh, getting to I suppose meet new people. And it sounds awful, but see them under pressure. <laughs> well, we'll get you to host a podcast for yeah. next time. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's where they're, um, I think when you, what I like to do is ask them about what they've done to date. And then you can just see the passion within them and they, mm-hmm. they start to flourish and talk about, I suppose, the successes that they've had in their career to date. And that's the part I love. Yeah. Like you can really tell what kind of person they are that yeah. way. Like you can, like you can script yeah. off most things, but this is. And it's usually with interviews. People are very nervous at the start. It's yeah. once you get into the second, third, fourth question, mm-hmm. people kind of relax. And I would always say at the start, like an interview is to get the best out of you. It's yeah. not to, you know, pick at your faults or pick it. It's this is the time for you to you tell want, us yeah, what you, you're best at. You want to get to know these people and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, that's, that's pretty good. Um, and has there been any massive achievements that like, you'd like to talk about since starting your role here a year ago? Actually, we've had quite a few this year. Um, oh, yeah? We had one as recent as this morning. So we've had um, announcements that we are introducing paid maternity, adoptive and paternity leave from the 1st of January uh, 2020. Fantastic. Yeah, so a um, whole new initiative that we're bringing in. It's, um, I suppose, paid leave for new parents. It gives them this extra peace of mind. It also aligns with our offering, the Work It's Beer Line, I suppose, is conducive to greater well-being and a more balanced lifestyle while mm-hmm. still being able to achieve success. Brilliant, brilliant. And there, there is a fair amount of parents in the building, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, I didn't realise how many there were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's good news. Oh, that's brilliant. I suppose, just following on from that, the yeah. um, in terms of recruitment, we have seen a huge employment growth in the last 12 months. So I was actually working out before I came down to you and during our <laughs> summit week, um, we had 45% growth. We're now up to 57. Brilliant. So in December last year, there was 65 um, employees. And by the time we hit the end of December, we're going to have um, over 100. Oh my God, that's so impressive. Yeah, so yeah. it's, yeah, it's You're great. Well delighted, so. Yeah. Um, I suppose we also introduced internally here a number of policies um, this year as well. So one was um, our volunteer day policy. So that came out at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. So this gives employees time to take a day's leave to volunteer with a local charity while not using up their annual leave. Um, and we've had a good take up on that this year as well. And the also other one was um, a no smoking policy. So that's across all our campuses. And we've seen a number of employees who've quit for good, which is obviously great Fantastic. for them as well. That's a massive achievement. So uh, yes, you must be delighted. <laughs> yeah, it's been a very good year. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, and like uh, going from the volunteer day, uh, I noticed that um, one of our previous guests, Brian Mullins, he's headlining the um, St. Vincent de Paul. Yes, charity stuff. of the year. Yeah, and we have the boxes upstairs. That's correct. Overflowing yeah, the... with goods. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's fantastic news. Um, well done. Um, I suppose one of the most reassuring things for employees in any business is that HR is the first point of contact. Like you were saying about you really yeah. like interviews. Um, they apply to you, you host the interviews, and if the candidate is successful, you induct them first. Mm-hmm. So is it a difficult process on the employer side, especially seeing as HR is a small team? No, um, I wouldn't say it is. Like We work very closely with the hiring manager for whatever position we're trying to recruit for. Okay. Um, I suppose we, the first thing we do is we perfect the job adver- advert so that we have the right candidates applying. Um, once we post that to the website, then we monitor the candidates as they come in, schedule the interviews and the tasks. Um, 
the HR team, we will always interview with the hiring manager. Um, and then after we've interviewed all candidates, between us, we'll decide who was who was successful, who was the best candidate for us. Okay. I suppose up to now, the biggest challenge for me uh, as the CPCO has been recruiting in India. And that's just time differences. By the yeah. time we come in in the morning, half their day is gone. Um, so in the last month, we hired Neela. So Neela is a HR assistant. She's reporting to me here in Skibbereen and she's going to help out with um, all hiring going forward there. Brilliant. So she's in our him to bed office there. Um, we also have Kelly has come on to the HR team as well um, this year. So she's based in Watford in our sales office. So she's helped me out there. And then Marina Murray is here in um, Skibbereen with me. Okay. So there's four of us on the team. So. Fantastic. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah. <laughs> Never a dull moment, so no. really. Yeah. And uh, welcome to the team, guys. Um, and uh, recently on social media, there was a advert going around for this new initiative with the hashtag here to stay. And I saw that we were part of this initiative um, alongside the Ludgate Hub here in Skibbereen and O'Donnell Furniture also here in Skibbereen. Um, would you mind explaining a little bit more about this? Yeah, as this is um, a collaborative initiative that all three companies have come up with. Uh, we decided to hold an open day on Monday, 23rd of December. Um, it's from one until six. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be here in our headquarters in Spearline and also in the Ludgate. So O'Donnell Design are actually going to relocate to the Ludgate just for the afternoon. Oh, great. Um, to promote their business from there also. Um, what we're hoping to do is show people who are either home for Christmas or who are in the locality or who are just visiting that... Skibreen is a progressive town. We yeah. have lots of job opportunities. It's not just in one business. Like between the three of us, we will all have recruitment opportunities um, in 2020. Yeah. So I suppose, um, I would say if you're around on the 23rd of December, pop into us. Oh, that'd be good. Like we hosted an open day here in Spearline back in August, just after our official opening. And we had um, near to a thousand people came through the doors. Wow. Which a huge number of um, very good CVs being handed in on the day. Yeah. So, and definitely suppose, worthwhile. Yeah, and I suppose that the, with the opening of the the open day of moving into the new HQ as well was probably very useful, and everyone was really excited to see the building. Yes. And so yeah, that's absolutely. Good. That definitely that definitely helped. Yeah. people were coming in to see. I suppose what the school turned into. Yeah, <laughs> how it evolved. Exactly. Um, and like, I, I just think the like from what I gather from the Here to Say initiative, I'm like. From someone that was like German League born and bred, um, had to move up, uh, up the country to go to college, and then like constantly moving on the like the country, looking for work, yes. looking trying to look outside uh, the country for work, and then having it back home, like it's 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 such a reassuring feeling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that's it's great news, and we hope to see people arrive. Um. So with the introduction of high speed broadband to towns like Skibbereen. People are now looking at the option of getting out of the hectic cities and back to the quieter country towns. And how important was this high-speed broadband connection for Spearline, Ludgate and these other businesses? Um, well, I suppose speaking for us here in Spearline, the introduction of the high-speed broadband has been a game-changer. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's a huge factor in our growth here in Skibbereen. Um, it also means less travel for employees, so we can have our st staff here jump on a video call with a customer in the States and close out a deal mm -hmm. without having to jump on that plane, which is also <laughs> good for the environment. Exactly. But um, yeah, definitely it, it has shown that we, we can expand here. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. And uh, judging by Spearline's success, like, do you see many businesses following suit and moving offices out of the business districts in the city? Well, I think if other towns have the same high-speed connectivity that we do, then it would obviously make sense. I remember reading an article in the Examiner a number of months ago now where it said there was 43,000 people 
commuting from Cork County to Cork City each day. Oh my God. Now I'm sure there's at least some of them would prefer to have that extra time at home with their families. Yeah, and like, especially with like roadworks and stuff like that and congestion. Exactly. Like, I mean, that yeah. can be very, very frustrating. Yeah, and that can be a long commute. Yeah, yeah. Looking, looking to the future, um, what positions would be available here at Spearline? Um So next year so far, we've planned for um, an additional 25 positions here in Skibbereen. Uh, that's across a number of departments. So it's quality assurance, it's our product team, technical solutions team, customer engagement team, sales team and also in the development team. Fantastic. Um, so I suppose we will also have additional positions in Waterford in India and all these positions we post on our website. So I suppose if you're interested and you're not around on the open day, keep an eye on the website. So it's spearline.com forward slash jobs. Oh, great, great. Thank you. And we'll also be sharing it on our all our social media sites as yeah, well. Exactly. So like everyone will notice at yes. least. <laughs> um, and how long does the recruitment process take? It usually depends on the role. Okay. If it's something that's very specific, so if it's this development role, that can normally take that little bit longer to find someone. Yeah. Um, normally, from once we advertise to when we shortlist, interview, and someone gives notice, it could be up to 10 weeks. Wow. Start to finish. Wow. Yeah. So, like, we plan, like, if we're looking to hire someone in March, we're advertising... December, yeah. January, you know, <laughs> so we have the people in in time. So Yeah, you really have to have a lot of foresight. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're, think, you're thinking ahead the whole time. Yeah. Um, and we celebrated well-being in the workplace earlier this year, and obviously this still applies now, and if not more than ever. Uh, could you tell our listeners how necessary it is to talk to your HR team, no matter what your role is in the company, if you have any problems in the workplace? Um, I suppose I tell all employees in all the locations um, in Spearline that the HR team is always available. So as the team has expanded... It's now easier, the fact that we have someone on site in Waterford, we have someone on site in Ahimdabad, and there's someone here in um, Skibbereen. Um, it makes it easier. Um, I suppose we can always help um, in any way that we can, and we promote this strongly in our coffee and chats, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Oh, great. Uh, well, uh, actually, yeah. Um, I was actually about to ask, is there any initiatives or techniques you've found to be successful in helping in the workplace? Yeah, so I suppose at the beginning of this year... Um, the HR team at the time was only two, so it was uh -huh. myself and Marina Murray. So Marina joined in February of this year, so we knew very little okay. <laughs> of the people that were here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we kind of sat one day and said, right, what can we do to, um, get, to know them. to get to know yeah, them? Yeah. So we came up with the idea that we would meet everyone individually for a coffee and a chat. So that's no laptops, no notebooks, literally coffee in hand and a chat to get to know someone. Um I suppose I'm a firm believer in you need to know someone um, before they will feel comfortable in opening up to you. Yeah. Um, and that was, I suppose, where that initiative came from. And we, I suppose, surveyed staff recently to say, should we continue with them? Did you find them a waste of time? And there was, out of all the responses, 100% wanted to continue with them. So we're planning those for Brilliant. next year again. No, I think it's I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, that was actually one of the whole purposes of the podcast as well, was to get to know the company and to get to know, but like this is a more on a personal level. Yeah. And I think that's so much better. Like like I said, no screens, nothing, just a one-on-one -on -one normal conversation, which is something that people don't do anymore, no. really. Um, so moving into the new year, any big plans for 2020? Yeah, so as um, Kevin Buckley, our CEO, announced um, at the official opening in our headquarters, was back in August, we were going to double our workforce. We are well into that. So since then, we've hired an additional 25 people across the offices and we have a further 50 
to recruit now in 2020. Brilliant, brilliant. So as I mentioned, 25 here and then 25 spread between the other locations. So. Yeah. Yeah. High ambitions. Yep, going to be busy. <laughs> That's good. Um, well, Lorraine, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I, it's great that you came on to the um, the end of the season. And I hope that next year is perfect for you. Yes. Um, right. Thank you very much. That's perfect. Thanks, Josh. Thanks again to Lorraine McCarthy, Chief People and Culture Officer, for joining us in the studio. A reminder to come visit the Spearline office in Skibbereen, North Street, on Monday, December 23rd, from 1pm to 6pm, to learn about the exciting new career opportunities here in West Cork. The Ludgate Hub and O'Donnell Designs are partners in this fantastic initiative at the same time in Skibbereen, Townsend Street, so be sure not to miss it. This is all part of the hashtag Here to Stay initiative, so be sure to check it out on all our social media campaigns on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, hi Case. Hi Josh. How are you keeping? Very good. Um, we're going to be finishing this season uh, yeah. with some festive fun facts. I can't believe Brilliant. it's been a full season. It's been a great series. I think we've had some fantastic guests. We and, really uh, have. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next one. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully yeah. we can get more, produce more better content and even just take, exactly. take the podcast on the road even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who knows what we have in store. Exactly. Um, so the first festive fun fact we have today, um, on December 18th, 1958, the first US satellite to relay communications was Project SCORE, and that stands okay. for Signal Communications by Orbiting Relay Equipment. A little bit of a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> which used a tape recorder to store and forward voice messages. Okay. And uh, how this all ties into Christmas mm -hmm. is uh, it actually used to send a Christmas greeting to the world from US President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, the satellite was properly dubbed the Talking Atlas <laughs> because it was launched aboard an American Atlas rocket. So it was a Christmas wish from the stars. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I've, I've got one for you as well, Josh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the community outreach function of the North American Aerospace Defense Command, that's a mouthful. That's another one, yeah. <laughs> titled NORAD Tracks Santa, is an annual Christmas-themed volunteer program that occurs on December 24th and has existed since 1955. Wow. So each volunteer handles about 40 telephone calls per hour and the team typically handles more than 12,000 emails and more than 100,000 telephone calls from more than 200 countries and territories. Oh my God, that's yeah. massive, that's ridiculous. So most of the contacts happen during the 24 hours from 4am on December 24th until midnight on December 25th. And last year, more than 1,500 volunteers staffed the phone lines despite the shutdown of the US government. Wow, that's really so, impressive. Yeah, priorities there. Yeah. At so brilliant. The timing, though, is surprising that 4 a.m. on December 24th until midnight on December 25th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A small window, but a lot, a lot of phone calls. It's extremely busy, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope the audio quality was uh, good on those yeah, phone calls. Yeah, you don't want any latency for that. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Case, uh, looking back, uh, big thank you for all our listeners and viewers. Yeah, um, definitely. It's it's been really great how much support we've been getting. Yeah. Um, we hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. Getting something out of it. And hopefully you'll keep listening and exactly. keep supporting us. Spearline proactively monitors phone numbers for audio quality and connectivity globally. Our platform enables enterprises and telecommunications service providers to test connectivity and quality on global telecoms networks, testing automatically at volume. If you would like to find out more about how Spearline can help you, please contact us at spearline.com. 
And for more insights and in-depth interviews like these, you can subscribe to the Spearline Podcast channel and don't forget to check out Spearline.com where you can find all of our latest articles, white papers and much more. Till next time, and thank you for listening to The Spearline Podcast.